This is the Place for a Purpose podcast. We want to help you live out what Jesus said was the most important thing you could do with your life. Love God and love your neighbor, including your next door neighbors. So we're going to keep neighboring on your mind by encouraging you with practical ways to connect with those next door so you can live knowing you've been placed for a purpose because your address is not an accident and neither is your neighbor's. Hi, everybody. We are Elizabeth and Chris McKinney. Welcome to the Place for a Purpose podcast. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. So a little bit about us. We have been in ministry for 20 years with Crew. A lot of that was spent in the campus ministry. And then about seven years ago, we switched to a different part of Crew called Crew City, where our focus is neighboring. Yeah, we live in Columbia, Missouri with our four daughters. And I think we just kind of stumbled into neighboring. Yeah, I think that would be giving us a little too much credit because we moved into our home that we currently live in about 12 years ago, and it was one of the busiest seasons of our lives. We had four small kids. I was commuting to seminary, and we were leading the campus ministry together, and we weren't looking for more to do. Weren't no, looking for definitely not. more ministry to do. But we had a sense that if we were going to have relational community, some of that was going to have to come with those who live right next door. And so we got to know a couple neighbors. We met Bingo and Angie. Bingo was like seven feet tall, played basketball at Mizzou, and he loved to fry things. Which makes us sound very Missouri, so, but I guess we are. And we went with it. And so we had this little fish fry on our driveway. It was really fun. Yeah, we made all the fish taco sauces and... It was good. And so then we had a Easter egg hunt, I think, next. There was like six kids there, four of them were ours. So very small beginnings, but we met another family there from the neighborhood and they said, well, this was really fun. What's next? And we're like, I don't know. We haven't thought past this Easter egg hunt. And so they said, we should do something a little bigger on the street, maybe like a block party style. Would you guys want to do that with us? On the outside, we were like, sure, that sounds great. But on the inside, we're like, do you live in the same neighborhood that we do? It's very isolated. It's very independent. People pull into the driveways and open the garage door and pull in and go inside. So we said, yeah, let's try it. And so I even remember that night right before I was like, no one is going to come to this. Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> For sure. And lo and behold, people came. Empty nesters came and young families and singles and young couples without kids. And I think it was at that moment that we realized, oh, okay, so on the outside, everyone looks like they're fine and they're independent and they're living their isolated lives. But behind that, there was a desire to want to connect with their neighbors and be a part of something bigger and contribute to the common good of the neighborhood. Those parties and those yep. events and different things that we did on a broader level for the neighborhood kind of became the excuses that we needed to get to know our neighbors better and to develop deeper relationships. Yeah. So along the way, we began to see God work and we yeah. saw the social fabric of our neighborhood strengthen. We built relationships with neighbors that we probably would have never come in contact with otherwise. And those relationships, some of them were strong enough to sustain deeper conversations about life and about God. And we even saw some neighbors begin to follow Jesus, which was really, really exciting. And at some point in there, we decided to switch to have neighboring be our full-time ministry focus. And the first thing we did was sit down and write the book Place for a Purpose for ourselves, first of all, in a sense, to sort out what we'd seen God do and to make sense of it all, but then also as a resource 
for other people in the church who might want to dip their toes in the waters. It was like, this is everything we wish we had known when we first started. It's like a neighboring primer, so to speak. And now we're creating this podcast because we want to help equip and encourage others. Yeah, invite other people into the conversation and really just emphasize the power of small steps taken over time. But there are barriers. Yes, there are. One of them being time. We live full lives, too busy, so that's why we need these simple, easy, doable steps. Also, we have good intentions, but sometimes we can lack follow-through. I'll speak for myself. I have all the good intentions and not always the follow-through. Yeah, and I think related to that, we don't have the theological support or foundation to sustain these kind of long-term actions over time and steps towards our neighbors. And it feels weird and awkward, and we're suspicious, and there's just other urgent things in our lives that grab our attention. And then there's these neighboring myths. Like, I think one of them is just that you have to be an extrovert. Yeah, which is not true because I'm an introvert. Right. And we do neighboring very differently, you and I, even in our marriage. Yeah. What about the one that if I'm not here for the long haul, it's a waste? Drive through neighboring. Drive through neighboring. Yep. Or maybe my neighbors don't need anyone. Maybe they're fine and they don't want me in their lives at all. I think there's also the myth that this is going to take over my life. I've had people ask me, so if I start neighboring, am I going to have to say hi to my neighbor every time I see them or is this going to take over? And that's a real barrier. That's a real fear because we are busy and we do have limited time. So what about that? Yeah, those are real. But in the face of all that, I think there's tremendous opportunity to love our neighbors and to see God use us. I mean, if you think about more and more people are leaving the church, maybe they went when they were growing up and they haven't been back since, or they're deconstructing. I mean, those people are our neighbors. And you and I might be the closest thing to church or a believer that they come in contact with. And because we're so isolated and independent, the bar is kind of actually set pretty low. I love a low bar. So let's talk about what this is actually going to look like. What are we going to do on our podcast? Yeah, well, I think we're going to share some from our experience and share some of our thoughts and what we've learned along the way and what we're still in the process of learning. We're going to interview some authors and pastors and researchers from different fields and approaches who are going to offer us some good thoughts about neighboring. And we're going to interview people like us right? Just ordinary, normal people who've been trying stuff and seeing God work. Introverts, extroverts, singles, young moms, empty nesters from differing contexts. Some people live in suburbia like us. That's our context. But then also, I'd love to have some people on in some more rural contexts or maybe an urban setting. Like what does neighboring look like in apartment life? What types of things are people trusting God for in those settings? We're also going to give recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you. Another thing that I'm excited for is sometimes we think about wanting to pray for our neighbors, but as we maybe want to go for a prayer walk and we get out there and it's like, man, what do I even pray? I don't know them super well. We're going to offer some guided prayers that are going to help you as you take a 10-minute walk, help you focus your thoughts and your prayers for your neighbors. So I'm excited about doing that. So for our listeners, we hope you'll join us as we keep neighboring on your mind and help you remember that you have been placed for a purpose because your address is not an accident and neither is your neighbor's. 
Thanks for tuning in. Leave us a comment with your thoughts on today's episode or let us know other topics related to neighboring you want to talk about. Or follow the link in the show notes to share a neighboring story with us. Tell us what you're trusting God for in your neighborhood and how you're seeing God at work. You can also follow Placed for a Purpose on Instagram, and you can help others find us by leaving a review, subscribing, and sharing this episode with a friend. Music